Hi, this is Jason, and welcome back to Red Peel Finance TV. In this episode, I want to talk about whether it is too late to buy Bitcoin. So without beating around the bush, the answer is no. And I just want to point, paint a little context. So when I got into Bitcoin, it was in the middle of 2017, so the year of the bull run, where it went all the way to 20,000. So my first, first purchase was when Bitcoin was at $4,000. Now you may think $4,000 is massively a uh, small amount versus what it is today, which is nearly $60,000 in uh, March 2021. However, in terms of the context, when I bought it at $4,000, that year, that year to date, Bitcoin had already gone up 300%. Now compare that with this year, where we are in March 2021, and the Bitcoin price has only gone up 100% year to date. And we're only in the first quarter of the year. My belief is that Bitcoin runs in four-year cycles. So every four years, there is a period of a bull run. And this suggests that um, for uh, the rest of the year, um, the anticipation is for the crypto market to hot up and, and have uh, a run, more of a run than it already has. So what is different? I mean, in 2017, a 300% increase is a lot, but back then there was more uncertainty about Bitcoin. A lot of it was just mania and retail and FOMOing and not as much serious money. However, it has developed across the years and um, there's been more regulation, there's been more serious money going into it. But the point is, it is still early days now, but the credibility has increased over the last four years for Bitcoin. So for instance, I can give an example. Um, I'll speak to some of my uh, investment bank friends and uh, what's surprising is a lot of them don't actually properly know and understand Bitcoin which is quite surprising to me because I thought naturally it would be something uh, you would look into uh, because you work in you know, financial banking industry. So that first of all goes to show that it's still early days and uh, a lot of people, um, you know, uh, wider public still don't really get Bitcoin yet. They're still very skeptical. Secondly, on the topic of investment banks, uh, today there was news that uh, Morgan Stanley uh, is the first uh, major bank to offer Bitcoin exposure to high net worth individuals. Now, in that kind of environment, uh, when because of the competition, uh, when uh, one bank introduces something that makes money and is popular and there's demand for it, it means it's very likely that other banks will follow suit. And uh, similarly, uh, extending to companies, we've seen several institutions, companies um, use Bitcoin, buy into Bitcoin, put Bitcoin on their balance sheet or offer Bitcoin services. So, for instance, MicroStrategy and Tesla, you know that um, they put 
um, a large amount of cash reserves into Bitcoin as a um, kind of a hedge against inflation and more. We've seen PayPal offer crypto services to the US uh, customers, there's Square, there's Mass Mutual. So as we can see, from the last one year, there's been more and more serious money going into Bitcoin, which goes back to um, you know the earlier point that when I got into Bitcoin, even though the price was low and uh, it had already gone 300%, there's a lot more to gain still. Comparing it to this year, 2021, there's been a lot more credibility. There's only been a 100% increase year to date. And as these kind of first movers, i.e. investment banks offering exposure to Bitcoin and uh, publicly traded and uh, privately traded companies um, start putting Bitcoin on their balance sheet, as well as the development of ETFs um, to allow additional exposure, all of this adds to even more potential. And 100% year to date is just, it's just a start, I believe. I believe there's a lot more of a bull run to come and therefore you always look back you always look oh it's gone up this much but um, what matters is how much potential it has to go up in in the future and quite often um, you know with such new innovation there's often skepticism and there's this concept called paralysis by analysis where we think about things so much we ponder about it um, and then we end up uh, backing ourselves out of it and not taking action essentially and then we feel like the action we could have taken would have resulted in this amount of benefit and gain and therefore we get into it and by that time um, you know you're getting on to to the latter end of things and then that's that's the issue you know the best moment is is the now because you know the past is just you can't change the future is just expectations and your real control is the current moment as it is of course do your own due diligence do your own research into it and really understand it and believe in it because by believing in it you're not getting into the mania or, or retail FOMO um, or you just um, you, know, you, you believe in the fundamentals if you truly researched it and, and understand and, and trust in the asset and therefore you won't be easily shaken out when there are rough patches. So very important to do your own research and to educate but in the wider perspective of things, we always look back and how, how far things have gone up. And then we think, you know, it's a tipping point. But at the same time, as discussed, it is still very early days. The wider public still don't really get Bitcoin. Um, there's still a lot of potential. There's still a lot more adoption. And uh, a lot of it is as well happening behind the scenes that we don't know of. For instance, it could be Visa or MasterCard working on um, you know, crypto-related offerings. Um, so a very, very interesting space to keep an eye on and um, very looking, much looking forward to how this develops and, um, and how 
Bitcoin can be more mainstream. So thank you for um, listening to this podcast and I'll catch you the next one very soon.